Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Preferential Properties podcast. Episode one ended out to be such a success that we're back for week two, where we look to discuss some of the issues that landlords face when renting out properties to tenants. In today's episode, Simon and I will be looking at the new and upcoming regulations regarding energy performance certificates for landlords. How are you, Simon? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Everything all right with you? Yeah, not bad. So we'll get into it. So what is an energy performance certificate? Well, an energy performance certificate, or EPC as they are known, is a rating scheme to summarise the energy efficiency of a building. So properties are given a rating between A to G, uh, A being the most energy efficient, and G, unfortunately, being the least efficient. Uh, The EPC itself will also include tips on the most common cost-effective ways to improve the property's energy rating. So why is an EPC important for landlords? Well, other than showing how energy efficient the property is, since 2018 there's actually been uh, minimum energy efficient standards uh, which have been enforced that have made it unlawful to let a property with an EPC rating uh, of F or G. So how many properties has that affected then? Um, Not that many, in fairness. Um, Majority of properties, certainly the older ones, have tended to have an EPC rating of C, D or E. However, that's where upcoming changes in legislation are likely to have a a much wider impact for for landlords. In what way? Well, um, the proposed new government rules surrounding EPCs are meant to be coming into effect in 2025, and they're going to make the energy efficiency of a property a much more important factor for tenants when deciding whether to rent than perhaps it has been over the last few years. We've already started to see the question of how much my wills bills be being asked by prospective tenants. Uh, much more in recent months, obviously, is uh, the cost of utility bills increase. Um, you know, whilst 2025 might seem some way off, making necessary changes to rental properties can be costly and disruptive. So it's probably worth thinking about what work might be needed now to avoid issues further down the line. So what is it exactly that's changing? Well, um, the proposed minimum energy standards for properties are going to shift from an E rating to a C rating under the new rules. uh, And making changes isn't going to be optional. So the proposed changes will be phased in. It is planned, I think, that the new regulations will be introduced for new tenancies um, from the 31st of December 2025, and then subsequently all tenancies are going to have to meet these ratings from uh, December 2028. The, the problem is if the property is found to fall short of the required rating, then landlords could face a fine. Plus, of course, you know they'll have an unlettable property on their hands, which will lead to a loss of rental income whilst the work's being done to, uh, to bring it up to a standard. I almost second-guessed you then when you said the 31st of December 2025. Why do something about it now? Well, um, if you're going to move a a property from an E rate to the minimum C required, it could cost a bit of money and also take some time. So that's why we're we're saying it's probably worth starting work on, on the whole scope of it well before the 2025 deadline. Plus, you know, if, if you're a landlord looking to invest in a new property, you really ought to be looking at the EPC value of the property you're buying so you don't caught, get caught out with uh, the expensive cost to bring it up to a suitable standard for, for letting purposes. 
Now, I know that we were we were talking about this a bit earlier, but why is it that the legislation could make reference to an increased cost cap on spending to bring the property up to a suitable energy rating? And what does this mean for landlords? Well, as we spoke earlier, the, the, the current at the current time, there's a cost cap of three and a half thousand pounds, which means landlords aren't required to spend more than that amount of money, including VAT on energy efficiency improvements. Uh, and if you can't improve your property to an EPC rating of E for that amount of money or less, then you are able to register for what they call an all improvements made exemption. Um, and what landlords do need to be aware of is there has been some discussion um, around perhaps increasing the cap to you know ten thousand pounds, which which is a fair fair increase on three and a half, but uh, this hasn't been confirmed yet. So, will any work already carried out be included in the cost cap, or will it only take into account work done once the legislation has passed? Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question, Seb. I mean, nothing's been confirmed yet. Um, it's possible that, you know, work in the three years leading up to legislation is only work carried out from now up to 2025 or from 2024, uh, 2025 to 2028 even, um, you know, that may... Um, that that may actually, you know, be included within the cost cap, but uh, it, it may be a shorter period than that. So, yeah, we're not sure at the moment. So what advice can you give landlords about when to do the work that is needed? Well, we won't know for definite until the legislation is published. So, you know, my suggestions at the moment are that it may be best to wait before doing any real works to ensure that any costs that you do incur or landlords incur can actually be counted towards the, the cost cap. But you know that's that's difficult if you know you're needing to refurbish property or you know tenants leaving and you want perhaps want to uh, to get the work done but now but you know it's certainly worth having a chat with us. That all sounds really complicated. What sort of works are likely to need to be done to help improve the energy ratings of properties for example? Uh, quite a few steps that landlords can take to improve it. Um, some are simple, some are going to be more disruptive. For example, you know, switching to LED lighting throughout the, the property, installing a new energy efficient boiler, uh, replacing old windows with double or even triple glazing, uh, walls and roofs being properly insulated, you know, as well as, you know, even choosing an energy supplier that, uh, that provides a smart meter. So what are preferential properties doing to help landlords with this issue? Well, we're, we're currently going through all of our existing managed properties and looking at the EPC ratings. Um, and, you know, over the next few months, we're going to be contacting landlords just to let them know whether or not their properties will meet the new legislation. Obviously, if they, if they do, that's great. But if they don't, then we'll be able to have a discussion about what, what needs doing in plenty of time for any works you know, to be identified and, and also carried out. Well, that's all the questions I can I can really think of for now. If anyone else has anything, where where is best for them to contact? Uh, best to just give me a call in the office. Uh, phone number is always 0121 240 or drop me an email uh, to simon at Thanks for joining me, Simon, and I, I hope to see you again next week. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, Ed.